Hello again and welcome to another Modern Commerce Talks from Aventia. Um, I am, as ever, your host Jack Stratton from Insider Trends and joined again by Kate Trotter, Head of Trends at Insider Trends. Hi Kate. Hi. Um, we, Kate, we started to dig into um, some of the big kind of in-store omnichannel um, trends that have happened kind of during and, 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 uh, and as a result of the pandemic. Um, and I think from a lot of that, we've had some really interesting chats when we've been working with a couple of clients about some of these trends. And there's kind of a new concept you've been developing um, in your head, which I really, really like. Um, and I wanted to see if we could dig into that in this session. Um, so that concept, um, from what I understand, is kind of about how retail it more than ever is now wrapping itself around the consumer. That's kind of how you put it to me, the, 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 the retail is wrapping itself around the consumer. So could you tell us a bit more about that, um, you know, how you came up with the idea and, and what it really means? Sure. So um, I think a nice way to express this is possibly that this is a new definition of customer centricity, or this is really about customer centricity being taken to a whole new level. So there's two parts of this, actually. One is that the retail experience literally is being brought to the consumer. And I'll tell you about that in a second. But the other one is that the whole brand experience can be wrapped around the customer's life. So hopefully this will come clear. Yeah. <laughs> so explain this to you. So um, with this idea of the retail experience coming to the consumer. There's a few different examples of this, perhaps. But um, one example is that there's all these different super fast grocery delivery companies opening up all over Europe. So you can open an app, um, select a handful of items that you want, and someone will bring them to you within 15 or 20 minutes. So this is convenience taken to a whole new level mm. um, but beyond this we're seeing um, there's a company called Toshi who are working within luxury fashion in Britain and what what they've done is um, there are a whole load of people who were working in fashion stores before the pandemic who currently don't have a job or didn't have a job until Toshi came along and hired them as stylish stylists slash delivery people who would take a range of, so they take a range of items to the customer's house. They wait while the customer tries a bunch of things on. If that customer wants style advice, they will give that style advice. If the customer wants alterations on the spot, they will do that. And then they will take all of the items that the customer doesn't want to buy away with them again. So obviously that's only really relevant for yeah, luxury brands, customers who are paying a lot of money for their items. But essentially the, the fundamental aspects of that luxury experience are being taken to the consumer rather than getting them to come to a store. We've also, I mean, Enjoy is a concept from Ron Johnson. So he's the guy who developed the uh, the Apple or the retail concept for Apple back in the day. But his more recent venture is to bring electronics retailing into the customer's home. So if you want to buy a new phone or a new tablet or almost any piece of electronics, 
um, you can book a very knowledgeable salesperson, or they're, they're called experts, book a very knowledgeable expert to come to your house with a variety of items that you might want to buy. They'll talk you through the options. When you pick what you want, if it's a connected TV or something, they'll actually set that up for you. Um, so again, all the, all the great bits of the in-store retail experience are actually coming to the consumer. And they're, well, maybe it's lofty figures, but they're saying that next year, they're predicting that they'll turn over $250 million. They're going public later this year with a value of over a billion dollars. Um, it's at, it's, it does sound very expensive, but it's, they're making it profitable by backing the whole system with AI. So they're at the AI is designing efficient routes for their experts to travel. Um, and is they're predicting what should go in the experts' vans at the start of the day. But that is relatively, those things are relatively new, I guess. Like before the pandemic, we were just used to having a box dumped on our doorstep, but now we can get the best of retail in our homes. Mm. So there's a couple of other examples I can give you, but essentially retail can now come closer to the customer. Um, so I get that that stuff covers, um, you know, retail getting closer to the customer. Um, but you also mentioned I'm really interested in experiences involving um, or experiences wrapped around the customer rather than just retail getting close to the customer. So give, give us an idea of some of those as well. Sure. Yeah. So again, a few different ways we can, or a few different examples I can give to bring this to life. Um, I guess that's how we build a trend is through all these different examples. But um, one is more shopping being combined with social media. And actually what I was really surprised to see um, actually from a couple of different surveys was that in some cases, more than half of consumers are now saying that they would prefer to interact with a brand digitally than physically, which is amazing. Like, I think we all see so many presentations that say the store isn't going to go away, the store takes the majority of sales, all of this. But actually, it, to me, it makes sense. I feel like consumers are wanting to buy at the moment that they're discovering new items or they're actually mm. being entertained by a brand and in that moment they want to they want to stay in the channel that they're in and they want to buy within that channel or they just want to keep that whole experience the same so yeah so i think social media being made more shoppable is we're just going to see more and more of that take off we're seeing um shopping maybe more brand promotion but some instances of shopping being embedded into gaming so of course this is an environment that the consumer is already in but the retail or brand experience is being again brought to them rather than requiring the customer to go onto a website or go to the stores or a specific shopping channel um boohoo did something interesting recently they um so they're promoting their fitness gear. And in order to do that, they invited customers to link their Google Fit watch 
with the app so they can start to see how many steps a consumer is taking in a particular day. The more steps the customer takes in a certain period, the more rewards they get. So the bigger discount they get on this activewear. And that, I think, is brilliant because that is probably cheaper for Boohoo to administer at scale than telling a load of store staff about a specific campaign and all the finer points about how it works. They can interact with their consumers far more often because probably most consumers engaging with that are engaging once a day or once every other day. Whereas with a store, probably the maximum engagement you could hope for outside of grocery is like every two weeks, maybe. Mm. So it just, there's a load of reasons why that seems a really smart business decision. And it's actually more engaging. Like it's, yeah, this bigger, more ongoing engagement for consumers. So that I think is absolutely brilliant. And then there are some things on the periphery um, where there's a company um, that we're well very impressed by talking to who put NFC chips in different items. So they're working with a fancy bike company to chip the bike. Once the bike is chipped, the the chip on the bike communicates with the user's mobile phone. So then the brand can see everywhere the consumer is riding that bike. Mm. And it becomes possible to build a loyalty scheme based on how much the user rides the bike, like all the different places they ride the bike, um, how often they ride it, all of that, um, and reward them based on that rather than buying a bike every three years. <laughs> so actually the consumer loyalty becomes yeah, much more embedded in the brand than just to do with occasional spend. So Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, like Nike's uh, Nike were doing that with um like basketball jerseys and football kits, weren't they? A while ago. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and, and um and yeah it's interesting because it, it fits with something we always used to talk about and it seems like an extension of it, which is that um that that thing about you know the store isn't dead it's like that isn't necessarily the point is it it's not that it's either alive or dead it's almost like the wrong way of looking at it it's more like the store just isn't as important the customer is the thing <laughs> and and like you say wherever the customer is retail will happen and if that's in the store that's where the experience is and they purchase great but actually what you're saying is the experience and the purchase through these different emerging innovations it can be literally anywhere yeah, yeah. And I think also some of this stuff sounds really expensive, but um, we need to remember that it can be done really cheaply. So with geolocation or geofencing, um, with a little bit of image recognition or a QR code even, which is free and almost instant to set up, brands can make any object interactive. So whether that's mm. a piece of packaging, or a bus stop ad or the back of a receipt, like literally anything can be made interactive and part of this much richer, more ongoing brand ecosystem. So yeah, so I think the store can be brought into this, but I think the most exciting thing is that brands have all these other tools at their disposal and they have a way to engage with customers far more often. And yeah. 
far lower cost than they did. So yeah, and yeah, oh, sorry. No, I was going to say all these things are super pa- pandemic proof as well. How good is it if you've got a gazillion different touch points? Then it doesn't matter if one of them closes down. Exactly. Yeah, but we're not going to have another pandemic. No, 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 of course. That we, don't need to. <laughs> we can't. We definitely can't. Um, Kate, as ever, it's been um, so interesting learning all about this. Thanks for making the time and thanks to everyone for watching. Take care.